for hanging out with us. It is Monday. Whoop, whoop. I'm whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay. Whoop, whoop. So, Brittany's sitting in. Yeah, I am. For Lori today. It's Brittany Witch. Um, you know it. You know it. And I just gave you the Britney Spears book. Yeah. For you to take a look at. I'm so very we'll- excited. I have other homework I have to do this week that you and my pharmacology teacher has given me. But I think this weekend <laughs> I'm ready to take on... I finished it in a day. It's an it's easy, easy. It's, and it's it's but, good. It's compelling. But maybe read it next weekend. I told you I will. I promise uh, to do your homework and the pharmacology it's, homework. It's just called. And work. then I I don't think I have a report due on the Britney Spears book for a little while. You so. don't. It's not due this week. Thanks. Hey, so um, did you guys watch anything good this weekend? If anybody did, you feel free to call us. I want to let you know. I um, last week, I think on Thursday, we watched No Hard Feelings, Jennifer Lawrence's show about. Um, being hired to help a young man come of age. It's hysterical. It's sweet. Um, People are like, why'd she do it? It's so moving. She was executive producer on this. I just love that show. And you LOL'd. What does that mean? Laughed out loud. Oh, for God. Did you LOL hard? Did you lull? Jeff did. Jeff was peeing his pants at the beginning. It was fun. Jeff is such a luller. It's a fun one. And then I watched... Um, on my weekend alone in my house, like the um, there was an old lady who lived in a shoe. Yeah. There was an old lady that lived in a condo who never left except What's for to go to the dollar store. What does that say about me? But I watched Quiz Lady. Quiz and Lady. it's with Aquafina, Sandra Oh, and Will Farrell. And it's a game show obsessed woman and her estranged sister work together to help cover their mother's gambling debts. It's so good. Funny or just interesting? Um, a little bit of everything. There's a little bit of funny, a little, it's sweet, it's poignant, it's different than you've ever seen Sandra O oh before. What is Will Ferrell's character he like? He is the game show host. Of course. And, and is he course. like straight guy? Like, I mean, I mean that yeah. in like straight face, like straight, yes. okay. It's it's a um, it's a moving story about two sisters that had a wackadoodle mom and um, grew up in an interesting way and their mom fleas and they have to cover her gambling debt so they try to figure out how to do it it's so good but uh holland taylor's in it you guys we've seen her at jason schwartzman is in it but Dang. paul rubens Wee herman this is his last time that you'll see him on screen wow and um tony hale the guy from arrested development yes, and veep so isn't it good and oh, this looks amazing. the cast is amazing it, it was so good i just i loved it all right. So where, if people want a, night, a new show, it's a good... Where do we watch it? Hulu. 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 Hello. You're on Hulu. You're on Hulu. Accept it. Accept it. But I just really loved it. And the Paul Rumens thing, um, it has an interesting twist to it. Okay. Because um, ta- um, Holland Taylor's character thinks he's someone else. And it's just so cute and so funny. And it's just weird that that's the last time you'll see him. And he was... Very sick. Remember, he had a, a, mm-hmm. a cancer, um, yeah. some type of cancer, and died, but never told anyone about it. Yeah. So I just i I recommend this movie big time. Dang, I, you watched a lot of good stuff. Listen, this I was weekend. home alone. I was home alone. I watched Lupin. I finished Lupin last night. And how do you feel about Lupin? season three? Okay, you- I, I I started. I just started it. Which season? One. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous. So uh, okay, this is my introduction. Oh okay, my thank you. Gosh. Thank you. I loved Lupin, A Gentleman Disguise with Omar Sky. It's so good. It's on Netflix. So it's not about a werewolf. I'm not. I really thought we were talking about a loop, like a Lupin, like a. a so they, oh, 
Ooh, it's yeah. a little different than what I thought I was getting into. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you also think you're going to watch a rom-com about a werewolf? Because that's what I thought we were talking about. No, no. Okay, but um, it, it kind of the Brit thing kind of threw me on it, too. It took me a minute to like kind of... For, yes, 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 yes. I didn't realize it's, and, um, it's So it's there's um, a, a book, a series of books that have been written by a gentleman in France about Lupin, a gentleman's... Um, a gentleman thief. And he kind of takes on all the characters and reenacts the stories. It's right. so good. I just love it. And I love Omar Sky. He's this great actor. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. So the, it's a, in the ending of, of the third season. Oh, threw me for a loop. And I want to talk about it with someone who's smarter than me. Well, who saw it? We barely, I don't know if we can find, I don't know if we can find anyone smarter than you. That's hard. Especially on a Monday at 410. Who's watching Lupin? (laughs) No, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but that is a really fun, fun show. Leah, are you watching anything fun? Well, this weekend, um, I watched my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. And? I loved it. And I loved the first one. I didn't really like the second one. Okay, I can't remember. That actually makes me happy because I feel like, like the second one I watched like half of it. I watched half of it. I gave up. I was like, this is stupid. I'm not yeah. into it. But three, it was good. It was good. Are they throwback to some Windex? There's there's plenty of Windex. Uh, Joey Fatona is just great in it. Love him. He's got a small, he doesn't come until like halfway through. But you know what? It had all the feels of the original. They yes. really recreated the magic and I was impressed. Oh, I'm so glad. It was cute. Because that's a fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. I love to. Wasn't that with uh, Meryl Streep? No, I'm oh, thinking, thinking Mamma Mia. Yeah, we love that one, too. Yeah. Greece. Here I go again. <laughs> Greece. Oh, yeah, Greece also, same. I've never been. Well, my I watched it, actually, because my parents just got back from, my dad just turned 70. He's oh, happy The milestone, birthday. and they did two weeks island hopping in Greece, and oh. we had a family Zoom call last night where they were going to show us their slides, and it was great. So beforehand, I had some free time, and I was like, you know what? Perfect day to watch it, kind of get, get in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. All right, so that that you're doing a family um, slideshow. Back in the day, people oh. used to make eight track. Um, there were these tracks that people yeah. would make their little slides slides in, and they put them in. And oh, my dad had the carousel. Like, yeah, the yeah. carousel. And the neighbors would come over, and he'd be like, "Tink," and he'd help. Like, it was that is so wild to me. Like, we would sit in the neighbor wild. in the living room, and the neighbors would be there, and we'd be watching slides. Of like, I would vacation. literally do anything to get out of that kind of party like i would i would be claiming diarrhea i would be claiming all sorts of it it sounds terrible doesn't it It sounds absolutely terrible people didn't travel like they did now i mean it was it was more exclusive and to see these faraway places and everything we we didn't have the money or the carousel but uh, my friends had it and so i'd end up over there in you know, some way or another, but it was just fun to see these exotic places that you would never go to. I guess that's true. It's and like we you... didn't have an internet where you can instantly see things. It was just a different thing. And I just, the carousel has a definitive sound. Cha-chink. Yeah. Cha-chink. And it goes, and it was just kind of this whole way of sharing, you know. That is true. Like, if it's it not was... like you can see photos anywhere. We I'm couldn't always, see them. Whenever anybody's like videoing a concert or taking a picture of, you know, something that's been taken pictures of a million times. I'm always like, you can find a better one of those on the internet. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I get, now I kind of get a better insight that like, you didn't know what Atlanta looked like. And so Mr. R, you know, Anderson is going to show you what his trip to Atlanta. They were more like Egypt and Morocco and Greece. Okay, there not was... everybody was going that hard. <laughs> okay, you my parents were was... going there. We're yeah. talking like You know that Vancouver. there's a Palm Springs <laughs> 
Here's the pool we stayed at. Here's the... I'm hanging up on you. Okay, good point. Um, Okay, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk. And every day, um, you can listen to our show. We podcast it. You're welcome. After hours, just go out there and you can take it with you on a walk or whatever you want to do. All the shows. And if you don't have the My Talk app yet... I downloaded. There's so many fun things that you can win for free. Oh, you're going to want that app. It's Just pretty clutch. I like the app. I use the app a lot. I do too. I'm going to take a quick break. Hey, you never, you know, if you there is something on your body that maybe since you've had children and breastfed, you are not happy with your breasts or maybe you, your tummy, you know, isn't where it used to be and you want to do something about it. Or in Lori's case, you know, her neck drove her crazy. Go and see the amazing team at Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. Dr. Tholen, Dr. Jarvis, and Dr. Singh. They have years of experience and they're board certified plastic surgeons, which is so important. But the other thing, it's it's really important to meet with them. A consultation is at no charge. Go in, ask your questions. My sister had a friend who did her arms that loves them. I mean, there's there's just options. And if something bugs you, you know, who's to say? You can't get it fixed and feel great. Um, they are open for your business, and people just really love them and trust them. And the number to call is 763-545-0443 or MinneapolisMN.com, MPLSMN.com. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is is random. Brittany, you're going to take over the randoms for me today. What kind of random craziness do we have? First and foremost, here's another chance that you should have made a million dollars and you didn't. You dropped the ball. I usually do. Heinz, (laughs) especially in softball. (laughs) It's better. You don't want to be involved in that. Heinz has dropped a new ketchup. It's pickle ketchup is the new newest flavored ketchup and will drop nationwide in early 2024. Huh. They're claiming that it is pickle ketchup blends the tangy and sa- savory flavor of pickles with the signature taste of Heinz ketchup. Thoughts? Okay, are there pickles in the ketchup or is the ketchup mm. pickle flavored? Well, they don't have any pictures. Okay. I just have like the mini little press release about okay. it. So great question. Like, is it like a relish or flavor? Because that does make a big I take difference. either though. I wouldn't. I don't know if I do flavor as much as I do relish. Yeah, I think I just love relish and ketchup together, but I like it on my own terms. Well, all right. If I order a hamburger from McDonald's drive-through, yeah, um, I order a single hamburger, mm-hmm. plain, with extra pickles, extra ketchup, no onions. They come on automatic. Oh, okay. they're already there. But I'll take extra pickles, extra ketchup. I will eat pickles and ketchup. I used to eat cottage cheese pickles and ketchup. I, uh, the dill pickle relish, you know, yeah. in the jar, yeah. the dill pickle relish. Not the sweet relish. No, I go through it like a jar every two weeks because I take two hard-boiled eggs, throw them in a Tupperware thing, cut them up, put in a tablespoon of mayo, salt and pepper, and like three tablespoons of the relish. And that's my egg salad. That's my protein. I love it, love it, love it. I right. eat it all the time. But ketchup with pickles in it. Well, it's I'm looking genius. at the the picture of the Heinz says it's pick, pickle flavored. Okay. The natural flavors. But there are, looks like several products on the market that do combine that. I mean, what do you think? Do you, would you, is it green? I mean, if it was green, oh, red. it's red ketchup. So they take out, well, pickles. What do you think? I, I don't like pre-mixed stuff. Mm. Like, you know how they have those containers? Especially, I bet the dollar store already sells <laughs> them. <laughs> they have it. 
it's from a brand oh, it's just, you've never heard of. It's just ketchup so old that it has pickled. <laughs> ketchup never gets All right, old. Julie, do you remember when your kids were little, because they're a little bit older than mine, but the, the colored ketchup craze with the chicken nuggets? Are, did your kids miss that? Is that No, we got chicken nuggets, trust so me. Chicken nuggets, but there was like blue ketchup and green ketchup? I never did that. I'm my You emo- just didn't buy it for your kids because no, you weren't a junk food mom like me. I have a kid who won't even eat ketchup. I have one that won't eat ketchup and one that... drives me crazy. I'm like, how are you my child? That's insane. I would swim in ketchup. (laughs) But you... But so it's going to be flavored ketchup we can look forward to. Like, do you remember when, and they still might exist, where they did the peanut butter and jelly together? Yes. No interest. Goober. Goober. Yeah. I want to mix my own. I like... Like, I want... I want... Like relish, and Got I want it. ketchup. Mm-hmm. I want to see where it all comes from. I don't like the mixing, <laughs> pre-mix. Thank Goober you. Goober was really expensive, and we only got it on a rare occasion growing up. It was more expensive. Why do you want, like, what? Because I thought it was cool to have the sugar and the peanut butter in the same spoon. See, I would eat that out of the jar. Like, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but, like, I liked my ratio. I don't want their ratio. Also, like, I don't like pre-mix stuff. I would okay. rather, I want to do it. You're a purist. I love this. I guess okay. I. I guess I have. Can you make I, your own tartar sauce? Um, sometimes if yeah. we're out. Here's the thing, I don't have a limited amount of time on my hand. You know how people are like, I'm on the go. I need peanut butter and jelly. I got the time to put mm-hmm. on both the peanut butter and the jelly, and I would like to spend my time with those exact ratios. Like I am not a girl on the go when we are eating food. So you, because I served my kids something that Lori, um, just told me it was wrong every day, and she was so right. What? Lunchables? Yeah. But oh, yeah. I, we were on the go. I worked full-time. I had two kids 15 months apart. I mean, what am I going to do? I, you do what you can do. Absolutely. You do what you can do. And no shame in the game. But really, I could, you know. Yeah, me, yeah but it here's the thing. It was just easier because we I were just, always on the go. I just bought myself a Lunchable the other day. They were on sale at Cub, and I was like, I want one of these. I called it the charcuterie. Turkey, it wasn't even the fancy ones. This was the basic. The turkey has like gel, gel fighter. Yeah. It did not hold up as okay, much as... I ate it right here in the jock room, right over here the oh. other day. I came in for my other job. And was, <laughs> well, the modern day, the updated lunchable. I got one last night at Target. You, yes, yeah, with the with my olives, husband. The yeah. sausage and the good cracker. I mean, I and the good cheese. That is Mark buys those all the time, and I'm good. like, those are cool. No, this was old school yellow <laughs> lunch. They were on sale. Two for six bucks at Cubby. Come on. Nothing beats a Ritz though. Like you can get oh. fancy crackers, but at the end of the day, the Ritz that are in those lunchables, nothing oh. beats that. So don't. Why try? I just paid twice as much for a like. A, an adult version and I was just like man I wish Ritz's were in here they're because so good. they come with more the adult ones come with more like a uh, it's like, like that hard toast like yeah like a ciabatta toasted I don't or like something. that yeah it I, hurts I, my teeth I literally last night ate one and I thought man I wish this was a Ritz right now so but they came with olives which I liked a lot right it's so funny it's but, so funny all right I get your thing on the ketchup all right <laughs> <laughs> I now I'm just hungry you guys have done this to me Every I time have, I'm here, and then I you do half of a yogurt at my desk. Oh, cool! I'll, yeah. I'll have half your yogurt. I got some cheese. It's in my purse. <laughs> oh, good. Are they from the dollar store? <laughs> Be honest. These are name brand. They're from Target. Okay, <laughs> you can they, trust. They are you can better. Trust. I will say that. Okay, so this is a big issue that's happening in Montana, and we really need to I'll start being aware. Oh, let's okay. talk about Montana. Yeah. We know this. Drunk grizzlies are getting <laughs> hit by trains in Montana, and we need to talk about it. Where are they getting the booze? Is it a berry that's kind of... It's probably like yeah, elderberries and... 
uh, fermented grain. It's coming off ah. of the train, so they'll have these, you know, overpacked uh, trains, and it just kind of spills. It spills a bunch out, and then we have like you know them when they actually roll over, but they'll sit there next to the uh, tracks, and the it'll end up being fermenting. Here's the problem: the bears get so drunk on this, they'll fall asleep right on the tracks and get hit. Oh, so I was looking because I'm a solutions person. And I was like, well, what are our solutions? So this guy, Neil, gutters? this guy, Neil was like, we got a lot of solutions, but nobody wants any of them. One of them, he said, this is my funniest. <laughs> well, we've tossed around some ideas around uh, and we have one that is a type of noise marker triggered as trains approach known kill zones. Of course, if the bears are drunk, it's questionable how effective that would, that would be. That's true. Seeing so. the bear like perk his head up and looking Did around and the train comes right. oh. Did I show you the video of my little niece going home? She goes to school in Billings. She went to, you know, my sisters both live in Bozeman. And so she came home on a Friday night to just hang out for the weekend. And um, she's trying to park the car yeah. at the house with the garage attached. And she takes a video. Well, I guess I won't be getting out of my car. <laughs> there is a huge, huge bear right in the driveway. Right at the garage, right in front of the garage, just hanging. And I've never seen them there before, but my sister said this year has been a lot. And they're not in a drought this year. And they have a ton of bears. And she's like, well, how long is this going to take for this bear to move? You know, kind of thing. Like, how wild to say, like, hey, sorry I was late for work. I couldn't get out of my car because bear. Like, how wild? Like, Mm -hmm. that. my excuses are like, hey, I woke up late or Mm -hmm. like... Sorry. I forgot I was late late savings I time. I <laughs> uh, I left late. That's usually yeah. mine. But the bear, it was huge. I, think it, I saw like a big 400 pounder in Montana last fall when I was there. Oh. And I was telling Britt earlier, when I was a kid growing up in Florence, Montana, yeah. we had a bear come into our house one night. <gasps> yeah. Did it open the door? It because opened they the can front open, door. They can open car handles. Did and it have, have a, a key? It yeah. had the key. Well, we gave it the code. No, this was the 1980s. In yeah. Florence, Montana, we didn't lock the Where doors. Where is Florence? What's it by? Uh, we're in the Bitter Valley, just uh, 20 miles south of Missoula. Oh, okay. So I like went to high school in Missoula. Oh, it's there be- was a school Missoula's there, but it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this bear came in. We had the dog food right in the entry as the mudroom. So oh. there was closed out to the rest of the house, but he came in and, oh my gosh. So fish and, fish and game came up the next day. We trapped it. We got to, it was a wild time. I would have been, a, I would have been so afraid. My parents were so freaked out. Did they put colanders on their head? Yes, <laughs> and they ran around. <laughs> like Alexis? That reenactment was so good. I oh, know. She's so funny. Flying squirrels, put a colander on your head. It's the only thing that makes... As somebody oh. who's been attacked by many bats that came in the house, um, that oh. is the only way to protect yourself. I kind of thought... I thought that was just That was my favorite thing on Instagram, on the MyTalk Instagram last Thank week. You. It was your colander video. We did. We reenacted it. I thought it was kind of funny. And yeah. then the little picture of Zen with the, Lori Brett and the two babies colanders yeah i thought that was hysterical it was amazing i'm telling you <laughs> check out uh my, my talk's talk. instagram because it's that's actually hilarious you're gonna want to see that <laughs> all right when we come back we're going to talk about winter winter decorating outside people we'll be right back this is Lori and julia on my talk all right thanks for hanging out with us today we are delighted to have my dear friend and soon to be everybody's uh, Ryan McEnany from uh, Bailey Nurseries, and it's the home of the Endless Summer Hydrangea yes. months and the Popstart Hydrangea, I think, and other things, Hydrangea, and you wrote a book called... Field Guide to Outside Style. Which is really, uh, tell me, kind of, because you were on for that, what, about a, six months ago? You know, you... 
Tell us about that experience, writing a book and going out on tour. Oh, my goodness. It was wild. It was so crazy because, like, I signed the contract to write it, and then all of a sudden COVID happened, and I started a new job at the nursery, and I got married. And so, like, that whole writing process was an experience, but it was a lot of fun. Do you, Would you ever do it again? One and done? <laughs> well, I mean, I would, uh, yes. In, in my mind, yes. But you also know me. There's no way I can not do it probably again i know (laughs) i know you i totally know you and you're so the thing about that book that you know is still for sale and people can still buy it's it's just a great way to find your own style with your with your garden yeah i mean the whole point of it was like if there's so many people that started buying plants especially during covid that maybe will never consider themselves a gardener and that's okay like until I came back to the company 10 years ago, I didn't know anything about plants either. So I like in my mind, I was writing it for me 10 years ago. Right. And it's just like, how do you make something really beautiful and special to your to yourself that like you don't need to be out there for 20 hours a week cleaning up the garden? Like even if you're a real gardener, you probably don't want to spend that much time out there anyway. So like let's make something really pretty that is long lasting, that can give you something interesting all four seasons, indoors and out. Um, and have a really good time with it and take a little bit of that intimidation factor away because gardens are can be a scary thing to start. Absolutely. So what's the name of the book? Field Guide to Outside Style. Okay, it's, like it's you are, I am the person because like it's very intimidating to me. Yeah. I tried to grow tomatoes once in our yard and it didn't go well. And so I've like decided I'll never do it again. Well, and that's like so I do all of the marketing communications for Bailey. And so all of during COVID, like I was like, our job is to make sure that all these new people that are buying plants have success because yeah. if they don't, that's what's going to happen. And they're never going to come and back. So my husband keeps telling me, he goes, it's because we have bad soil. Like I will get us new soil. I'll get us the boxes, whatever. And I was like, I'm, I wasn't writing. Now I'm like thinking of the idea, but a psychic told me when oh, I was tell me everything. Okay. Before I met Justin, he, she said, you, and that's my husband. He said, she said, get a plant. If you can keep that plant alive, that plant is going to bring you things. And now I always have at least a succulent going at all times. Have I killed some? Yes. Is it the original succulent? No. But like <laughs> it did. I got a plant and and then another psychic told me he'd be a boxer and he was. So it was like a weird okay, combo. Funny yeah. So like the plan. But yeah. also like we all kill plants. That's like literally my job. And I kill a lot of plants. And yeah. it's okay. It's, it's a learning experience, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't have ill will to them. So I hope that they <laughs> went going that know that like at that time I was dating a lot of people and I was trying to like have people. Just finding your way. You know, thank you. <laughs> so. It's funny about the plants. So I had a, um, I've had this gnat issue. Uh-oh. And um you have to get like the sticky tape out? Yeah, I have that. I've got the blue like lights with the sticky tape in them now. Mm-hmm. I had I've I've had them. I, I there's something really dry and gnats are on my screens like nonstop because of the drought. Mm-hmm. Is that why? Yeah, I mean that could be part of it and like temperatures are changing and so I had to just... throw out a big uh, my um ficus tree because I just decided it was gnat infested and yeah. I couldn't stand it anymore. Well, and like so you can treat it and just, like, I tried. you know, but then sometimes that's just hard. And so it, we could start over in a different season. Maybe. It is. <laughs> and is it too early right now to do your outdoor pots with your pine 
tips and all that no, kind of stuff? No, I my my husband's not here, so I can say this because I did it as a surprise for him. But I did it this weekend. I cleared out like all the annuals and all the right? stuff. We have this gigantic planter in front of our house, and so I cleaned all of that out and filled it with yeah a bunch of like. But little baby Christmas trees and some arborvitae and so all of that literally is seasonal. Yeah, that you just went through in there. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I mean you can get so many fun things and different colors and textures and adding in the birch and some of the winterberry. There's so many fun different things you can do with it. And you just leave them in the pots though, mm-hmm. and you decorate. I, I've never thought of this idea. So it's not just decorating a pot; it's decorating a space. Yeah. I've never thought of that, Ryan. So you got to see these pictures, Brittany, because you're going to die. So- oh, I'm, I'm on his book right now. I have it in my car okay, but, at no, Amazon. But look at these three pictures. So, Ryan, I didn't know that. I didn't get that. So it's decorating Yeah, I mean, you can do like one oh, little can, in- yeah. individual pot or you can do like I have this gigantic planter that I built in my front yard that I now just filled. And so it's some things like I got some pots of like arborvitae and spruce that are going to live in there for the winter. And then next spring... I'll take them, plant them in the yard. And so it's like you're getting multiple uses. And same thing, we were talking about hydrangeas. You can take hydrangeas that are in your yard, and some of them might be brown by now. Some of them might still have a little color. Cut those, put them in your planters. If you want, you can do a little floral spray paint on there, add a little sparkle. And it's like, it's just another great way to extend the use of your plants because, like, we talk about gardening is intimidating. It's expensive too, right? Oh, so yeah. like, yes. how do you get more out of it? And so if you can take those hydrangea blooms or anything that has really cool foliage and then build it into your winter pots as well, it's just another way to like extend the life of that garden um, outside. But you can also take hydrangeas and roses from the garden like that and dry them and bring them inside too. Okay, so like this is a dumb question and I'm fine with being that person. So I've seen like hydrangeas. <laughs> Are you used to it? I'm very comfortable <laughs> in this space. I've seen hydrangeas like kind of spread out and they look like they're individual plants. But I've seen one and I, it's like looks like a hydrangea tree. So are those two different things? And if so, I want a tree. Like, I loved it. It looked so cool. Okay. I mean, we could literally be here until the show is over talking about hydrangeas. So I'll try and pare it down. Yeah, yeah. There are different species of hydrangeas. Mm -hmm. Some, they're like the big snowballs, right? Um, There are the tree form that are also shrubs that are called panicle hydrangeas. They have, like, the cone-shaped flowers. I love those. And they can grow just in the ground, or they can, you have to probably buy them it's too hard to grow them yourself but they can grow it's called on a standard or like on a tree form and then it's just like that massive mound of flowers up on top which is so pretty i want that how long do they live like how long are they for for decades they can my neighbor has one i'm jealous every year but we don't dig a hole to put one in well and there's there i mean there's so many new ones all the time that's one of the other hard parts is that like there's so many new plants but there's a new ish one that's a shrub and tree form called berry white and it has Barry, my boss, mm-hmm. when we were introducing it, loved to talk about talk like Barry White the whole time. Love. So it's, it's really hysterical. fun. But the the fall color on it, so it blooms white in summer, and in the fall it's like Merlot red. So again, like that multiple seasons, so like give you something a little extra. Right, and like then I, you can cut that, dry it, and then have that hydrangea inside all holidays too. Let's just calm down in the second <laughs> location for this. Like I need step one: growing hydrangea. Period. Dot. Um, but I do love that I would have the newest version of hydrangea. Mm-hmm. Like my car might be like 2010, <laughs> but like my hydrangea is a 2023. I love that. <laughs> well, and like, say the name of it again. Berry white. So it's a panicle hydrangea. And if you want like a kind of foolproof, easy one to grow yes. in Minnesota, yes. panicle hydrangeas are so easy because 
different species of hydrangeas bloom differently. So that species of hydrangea blooms on the current season. So like if something, we have a weird winter and it zaps the plant, it doesn't matter because the flower bud is set during that same growing season. So it's easy. My computer, they have so many weird things Googled. It's like, is this Brittany? Because now I have panic called hydrangea. Yeah. Like, like, I'm in love with hydrangeas. This. That was what my Step one. <laughs> what hydrogen? What? What's, what's a panicle hydrogen? Like, I don't know what that is exactly. Listen, I'm trying, lady. That's what you your know, computer's saying. If you, if you think about the Bailey family, which you're a part of, I mean, you guys, you know, when I always call you Bailey Farms, because <laughs> Bailey Farm was a place yeah. that the Minnesota State Fair is on right now. So that's why I would always call you that. Yeah. But. You guys have like how the University of Minnesota hybrids all the apples yep. and does it with some of the grapes to have more like um, grapes that can the cold work hardiness. In, and, yeah. Yep. So you guys have been doing that primarily with hydrangeas. Has that been the primary primary plant that you guys have figured out how to work in different zones? Yeah, that's our biggest one. So endless summer that you mentioned is the best selling hydrangea in the world. And it is from right here in Minnesota. And so we do a lot of breeding for that collection. Uh, we have a farm in Georgia where we do a lot of breeding plus, uh, here in cottage Grove. Um, but it's hydrangeas. It's so many different species of plants, both for cold climates for us, but then also for warm climates because our plants are sold all over North America and all around the world. And so we've got some really cool stuff. Like there's this one called chase tree. Vitex that when we first started growing it, I went into the greenhouse and I was like, uh, mom, because my mom is our CEO and our boss. Hi, like, Terry. Did we start growing weed? Because <laughs> the plant itself like oh, looks like marijuana hysterical. when it's not in flower. Okay. And so it was just foliage. I was like, what are we doing all of a sudden? So we do stuff like that that is like we can't grow here, but we keep it in a greenhouse so we can bring it out into the garden and teach people. Oh, I think it's just fascinating. Yeah, it's fun. I think it's fascinating. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, Ryan is going to stay with us. If you anyone has questions, call us 651-641-1071 or, or we'll just keep. I want to know, is a panicle hydrangea one of yours? Yeah. So panicle is another one. It's a, it's a type of hydrangea. Okay. So we have a lot of panicle hydrangea varieties got that it. are ours. Okay, got it. All right. When he says yours, it's not his personally. It's... Um, <laughs> Bailey Nurseries. Yes. Ruth is one of the callers. Ruth, do you have a question for Ryan? Thanks for hanging out I, with us. I do. Thanks. I've got a really quick question. I am a terrible, terrible no green thumb here. But our landscaper put in hydrangea. And I just cut them back every year. But this year, we had that really cold snap. Yep. And they look terrible. And they're all green. The leaves are hanging. They're brown. They're gross. I went to cut them back. But now there's like all new with the warmer weather now there's all new growth at the top okay so, so there are a the couple top? things depending on what type of hydrangea you have you don't want to cut them back because that will stop bloom so i talked about like some bloom on last year some bloom on this year what kind so of do you know was it like the cone shaped flower or was it more of like a ball shape was it they're more ball shape and they and i can dry them they look really pretty like during the fall they'll turn a burgundy kind of color but during the summer they're more pink okay so that's a big leaf hydrangea kind of like the endless summer so those if it's not a rebloomer it only blooms this is the, the weird sciencey part it blooms on what's called old wood so the flowers for next year are actually set now so like august september october of this year is creating the flower buds for next year so you don't want to cut them back in fall just leave them and 
hopefully there will be enough uh, winter protection with snow and that sort of thing where it will protect those flower buds. Uh, if not, wait until like maybe Mother's Day next year and then only trim back what didn't survive winter. And hopefully you have a rebloomer like an endless summer and then it will set new flower buds so it can bloom on old and new wood, which is what makes it so different. So oh, long awesome. story Thank short, you. just leave it. You don't have to do any work. I We're trying to make it easier it. for you. That's perfect. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Of course. Thanks. Oh, I wonder thank, if... thank you, Ruth. All right. Now we have Megan. Megan, you're on my talk. Do you have a question for Ryan? Yes. And it, yes, and it might kind of be related to what he already answered, but I have a hydrangea that's very beautiful and it is more like a twig. It has like a, like more of like a twig base. It's not like an endless summer where it's more like, like it doesn't fall. And I'm just curious as to how far back I should cut them for the winter and or should I just leave them? So are they the ones that have like the really big like snowball blooms? The white ones? No, they're more like they look like a cone. Oh, okay, so if you've got the big cone ones, you also can leave them uh, for the fall. So I kind of like to leave them because then as snow falls, they look really pretty in the landscape. Um, and then in okay. late winter, cut them back by about a half. Um, it feels like okay. a lot. It feels really aggressive. Right. But the more you cut yeah. those back, um, then it's going to sprout new stems um, and they get a little bit sturdier. So you can do it now. It's not going to hurt it. Um, but about a okay. half of it uh, or you can leave it for the fall uh, and winter. And, you know, for us, probably about March, Go once you can actually okay. trudge out there, uh, then you'll okay. uh, cut it back by about a half or a third. And just with the hydrangeas too, kind of where mine's placed, it started to get very large. And I might consider transplanting it. And if I do that, do you think like there's a better time to do that? Like fall or spring? Like what would be the most successful? Yeah. So one thing about plants is they're going to just kind of get how big they're going to get genetically. So even if you cut it back, it's still going to get big. So I yeah. would probably transplant it if it's too much for that space. And that would be yeah. another one that I would do in like late winter, early spring. Once you can dig in the ground, it's best to transplant them when they're dormant. Oh, so, okay. Uh, okay. Do that then, and then okay. it'll start settling into its new home next spring as the ground starts to wake okay. up. Okay. Thank you so much. You're Thanks, welcome, Megan. All right. So I have a question from a friend of mine, Charlie. She she wants to know where to buy the berry white. Oh, you can find it almost any independent the, garden center. The panicle hydrangea yep. called berry white yep. that we were talking about, which is so fabulous. White in the summer and then red in the fall. Yep. So you'll find it at any of local garden centers, Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards. Um, and when you're shopping, the easiest way to start tracking it down is look for there's a really bright purple pot. Um, it's in a brand called First Editions. And so that'll be your first way to narrow it down. Then on the tag, you'll see Berry White, B-E-R-R-Y. Love it. Like a berry. I, we were thinking like berry, like berry <laughs> mantle or berry white. I love it. Thank you so much. All right, we probably have time for another caller. We're talking with Ryan McEnany from Bailey Nurseries. We're talking hydrangeas right now and winter gardening and things like that. Okay, Natalie, you're on my talk. Do you have a quick question for Ryan? Natalie. Oh, um, great to talk to you guys, by the way. Anyway, uh, Ryan, I have a very um, new endless summer hydrangea. It has grown considerably this year, probably about two feet tall, which it, it wasn't when I bought it. Yeah. But it's very woody. And 
there weren't a lot of leaves on it, but I did get a ton of flowers. So I don't really know what I did wrong. It's really woody. You didn't do anything wrong. Don't worry about that. And endless summer, these are woody shrubs, so they will develop those woody stems, which is what you want because that's what's okay. going to hold the flower heads up so they don't start okay. drooping. So especially if it's in its first year, I wouldn't worry about it, especially if you got the flowers. Let it be, um, since it was newly planted, you might want to give it a little extra mulch or leaf, uh, like mound the leaves up over it just to help it get settled in and, and protect okay. it a little bit from the winter. Really only okay. in the first year or two you want to yeah. do that. And over time, they're they're hardy here in Minnesota, so you don't have to. Um, but as it gets settled in, it's nice to give it. It's like a little extra blanket when it gets cold outside, you know? Natalie, yeah. I'm so glad. You need to say this out loud. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there weren't that many leaves, and it looked just like sticks sticking out of the ground with flowers on them. So it, it looked funny. And it could be that something happened when it was getting transported to the garden center. It could be a whole lot of things, but um, I wouldn't worry about it. They'll come back next year and all those leaves will redevelop along the stem. So you'll be, you'll be all right. You're doing the right things. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you to pieces. Thank you so much. And Ryan, thank you. Natalie, your voice is so sweet. Yeah, she's got. She's a, got a really breathy, sweet voice. She reminded me of some actress. I'm trying to think of who, but Natalie, was, do not get into radio because I'm barely holding on to my job, <laughs> and your voice is far sexier than mine. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm. I just turned seventy, so I'm feeling really young when you say that. Thank you oh, so much. Congratulations! I just turned sixty. Hey, it's what, a biggie. Yeah, way to go, Natalie. It's, Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. All right, she is off the line. Look at you. Look at you coming in and doing the Ryan takeover. Honestly, you know, I do think the insecurity with these plants is so real. Yeah. I remember my my cousin, who I always would brag about, and I still like to, Michael Schneider, Orange Street Studio, if you're in L.A., he was the very first guy that I ever heard of getting a... um, a graduate degree in landscape design, mm-hmm. exterior design. What, yep. What's the name of it? Yeah, landscape, landscape design. design. Yep. Landscape design. And I thought, oh, he's so something. And this is like in the <laughs> 90s something. And mm. I'm like, you have to help me with my front yard. And he drew it all out and did everything. And then my handyman, Toddy, and I and the kids, we dug out all, you know, and it yeah. was kind of this project. But it was very, um, very fun to have someone plan it out for you. And then... Did I space it right? You know, there's all this, you question it because you feel like it's, it is an investment and you want to make sure it happens right. Lori's very good at gardening. I'm not. And, um, you know, it's scary sometimes. Well, and that's where the book came from. Because, like, you have to think about mature size and color and seasonality and how does the shape and texture match your house and the neighborhood. And there are so many different plants. So, like, where do you even start, right? It's that's, so intimidating. It's so you, scary. Your it list is. just made me go. I was, like, feeling really <laughs> confident. And your list made me just go turtle mode of, uh-uh. uh-uh. Okay, I'll get you a book. Okay, and that will maybe Wait, take it away. You know what the big takeaway for me, though, is is that you didn't do a winter pot you did a winter plot yeah and i've never heard of that before so i just love that you just put things in pots 
winter plants that yep. will last and and put them out there on flat land for color and then decorate in between. I just think that's so much more rich than just doing the way we've yep. always done it. Yeah. It just adds a little bit more volume mm-hmm. and you can add so much more texture and color. And especially if it's all like winter hardy evergreens and then mm-hmm. maybe wrap it in burlap or something. So We're it gives, going to the gives a little uh, nursery. extra protection, <laughs> but also just makes it a little prettier. And he and Brian had a, a hydrangea wall at his wedding. And he got married at, at at Bailey Nursery in Cottage Grove, and it was the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. And it was bigger than anything you ever saw on TV. It was even before Kanye did the rose thing for mm-hmm. Kim. It was the most gorgeous background I've ever seen in my yeah. life, Ryan. Thank you to my in-laws and my nephew for setting it up. It was 600 hydrangeas, like the the two-gallon pots that you see in a garden center. Flipped up on their side and made this huge, like, 40-foot right. wall was, as our backdrop. It was amazing. I'm not wishing ill of you, but if you do happen to find yourself in a second marriage kind of vibe, please invite me. The wedding was a lot of fun, wasn't oh it? Oh, my God, I had a blast. I wouldn't go home. I think your sister had to drag me. I was going to say, I had hydrangeas in my wedding, too, but now I'm just feeling like, mm, Oh, no, like, no, you're good. But are, I literally fine, had a blast. I love you, Ryan. Thank you for coming on. It's so great to me. see you. you and he, Ryan is so brilliant. He's meeting, you know... With who? I'm having dinner with Chip and Joanna Gaines <gasps> on Thursday. On Thursday, you? Will you call <laughs> us on Friday? And hydrangeas. Oh, yeah. You call us on Friday, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. You want to um, know everything. Think of smells. Smells, sight, I'm, hearing, everything. I'm all over it. What, we're going to talk about what you're going to wear next. All right, <laughs> yes. we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia on my talk.